Welcome to Connected World, a podcast created for engineers to learn about the latest technology trends, creating a safer, sustainable, productive, and connected future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Connected World, a podcast from the experts at TE Connectivity. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode today. Now, today, we are diving into the growth of the commercial drones market. We're going to be doing that by speaking to Katarina Santos. She is a field application engineer at TE Connectivity. Katarina, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm thrilled to get your, your expertise and your insights on the, on the show today, Katarina. And so, uh, let's start things off here. Uh, tell us about some of the primary factors that have driven the growth of the commercial drones market uh, over the last several years. Yeah, absolutely. So currently we're seeing around 750,000 drones out in the market, out in the field. Um, and we are expecting that number to grow by 2029 to be closer to 17 million. So, Clearly, there's quite a few factors that are driving that growth, and they range from something like advanced development, a lot of research and financial support from um, venture capitalists going into the market, to also just something as plain as regulations now allowing for drones to be used in a more wide space, and then also the general public being more interested um, and more in favor of drones being used. And then one factor that's more recent, um, but extremely impactful has been COVID-19. That's something that really brought out that drones and, you know, contactless delivery can be extremely beneficial. Yeah, I think that's that's an excellent point, right? You mentioned COVID-19 as a, as a big driver of growth. Do you think that maybe the necessity to distance from other people and, and trying to make sure that, that people were safe really helped people see a more practical use side for drones, whereas some people may not have interacted with drones up to this point and thought, okay, they're they're fun, they're kind of toys. But this really gave people an, a, a practical idea of how they can be used in a in a business sense and in a in an industrial way. Yeah, absolutely. Because up until now, um, or up until recently, like you said, people had drones for personal use to play around with um, as some exciting mm-hmm. gadget to use. And then with COVID, first the general public became more aware of the advantages, but then also as a result, the Federal Aviation Administration got on board also, loosening some of the restrictions and expediting some of the approvals needed to really engage drones in more industrial applications. And really through COVID, they've been used in a variety of applications, um, ranging from delivering medical supplies, delivering COVID tests um, and, and food supplies, to um, delivering materials to industrial facilities, being able to do some jobs remotely that up until then has to be done in person. Um, And then even something as as, um, specific as, for example, examining pipes in the energy sector. That's something that you needed a person for. And then throughout COVID, as everybody was hoping to work from home and stay remote and stay close to their friends and family, um, those jobs are now able to be done via a drone remotely and have a lot of people stay safe. Yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right about that. And you mentioned a couple of the use cases there, and I wanted to get into that in, in a little bit more depth. Can you give us an idea maybe of the variety of some of the end customers who are using drones these days? Because I think the use cases are, are, are extremely varied. Like you mentioned, everything from oil and gas to deliveries and, and things along those lines. So just give us some examples maybe of the, the variety of some of the end customers who are using drones these days. Yeah, so there really are about 
four larger categories that we like to group those end customers into. Um, one of them is photography and videography, which is the most similar to what you and I would be using drones for at home. You have a camera attached to it and you take pictures or videos, and this can be used in um, event photography, for example, you know, those nice aerial shots that you end up seeing in, in videos and movies um, to something more hands-on like construction. Um, similar purpose, the drones can be used to inspect buildings, um, to project track remotely so people don't actually have to come on site. And the 10 largest construction companies worldwide, if they aren't already, are seriously um, investigating how they can incorporate drones into their day-to-day -day activities because there's also a safety factor to this if you as a construction company are evaluating the state of a facility or a building for example if you aren't sure if it's safe for a person to be there you can send a drone in to inspect um, especially after for example something like a fire um, you can make sure the building is safe to enter for emergency responders and then also construction workers instead of sending them in and risking their lives. Um, on top of that, also, agriculture is one of the largest growing or fastest growing sectors. So in agriculture, the drones can be used for, again, many, many different applications. One of them being that you can actually spray fields with them. You can monitor how crops are growing, how they're doing, if they need to be serviced in any way. Um, and that's obviously an application that would be widespread across America and, and the globe as a whole. And then what we see maybe on a more daily basis as the average consumer would be delivery. That's something that, you know, is something we can imagine, something we could see day to day instead of an Amazon truck stopping at our house, we could have a drone stopping by and dropping off a package. So um, the applications really range from something that we can already imagine to maybe something like construction zone monitoring that we didn't even think about. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Now, I think given that, that wide variety of uses, you know, mm -hmm. it, it seems like drones have to be outfitted with, uh, with certain requirements and certain design features that allow them to be used in, in lots of different ways. So from your perspective at TE, what are some of the key design requirements that end users have been looking for throughout this time? Yeah, so there are three main requirements that we have seen or continue to see in the requirement lists. And those are miniaturization, sealing, and high reliability. Um, overall, it doesn't come as a surprise. We're looking at commercial drones that are at around two pounds of weight. Obviously, the lighter, the better, the less energy they need to use to get from point A to B. So looking at a total system that's around two pounds, you need to make sure that all that exciting technology inside of them is light and is small, is space saving. So miniaturization is a big, big factor um, that at the end can drive something that's very important to the end user, for example, battery life. The heavier the drone, um, the more frequently it'll have to recharge. The lighter, the smaller, the more convenient it is to use. Similarly, reliability. On our end, having a drone, something that is crossing boundaries across, you know, one property line to the other is moving um, extremely important, sometimes fragile components from A to B. The product has to be reliable and has to be safe. Um, right now, after end users and after people like you and me have been seeing drones for a few years now as a personal gadget, 
being able to further grow that trust to make sure that people know this is safe. This is something I can welcome into my everyday life. It's extremely important for those drones to function and not crash, not fly away. So reliability, making sure everything works as it should is extremely important. And part of that is ceiling. Obviously drones, you, you can't just fly medical supplies whenever the weather is great, whenever it's 70 and sunny out. So making sure that every sensitive technology inside the drone is protected from rain, from dust, um, whatever it may be, is crucial. Yeah, that's something I wanted to hone in on, that, that ceiling aspect, and also just the, the durability and reliability for your products, right? Because, as you mentioned, construction sites, uh, delivering medical supplies in, uh, in inclement weather, th- things like that. Those things, to me, uh, obviously kind of place an emphasis on, on durability and make that a, a heightened thing that, that you have to think about because uh, you want your drone to last and, and you have to use it in these particular circumstances. So it seemed to, to really elevate that, that durability aspect like you spoke about. Yeah, absolutely. And TE as a whole, we're really proud of our product portfolio that is catered directly towards harsh environments. Because at the end of the day, if a drone is being used after, let's say, a wildfire or after a uh, construction site collapsed, it is extremely important for that drone to function properly. Um, so having as a company, STE, having components that we are able to provide that meet those harsh requirements um, is something I'm really proud of. Already, we have a lot of product that is used in the military, used in aerospace and defense, up in space, you know, all of those exciting things. And that's something that we're able to take from those applications and apply to something that the average person is likely to encounter more and more in the future um, to make sure that everything is protected, everything is reliable and functions no matter how harsh that environment and that end application is. So Katerina, how do you apply your electrical engineering experience to help customers kind of overcome some of the design challenges, whether it is miniaturization and things continuing to get smaller or whatever those challenges may be? How, so give us some examples and tell us a little bit more about how you apply your particular experience and knowledge uh, to help overcome some of these challenges. Yeah, so I'm very lucky in the sense that my day-to-day, I get to work with a wide, wide range of end customers. Um, we're talking anything from washers and dryers to auto to agriculture equipment. Um, it, it really is something new every day and every customer faces their own design challenges. Generally speaking, everybody wants their product to be reliable, um, to be as cost effective as possible while still being as, um, as performance generating really as possible. So no matter what the end application is, everybody has their challenges and a little piece at a time, I'm able to pick those solutions, those notions up, and we can now apply that to an emerging market that we're still learning a lot about. The technology isn't at its peak yet. Um, We're still developing. So being able to pick up little pieces that you learn here and there, those lessons learned really all come together when you're in an application that really is is an extreme in one way, right? It's really small, it's powerful, um, it's extremely important, um, and it really has the potential to change people's lives. So picking up those little solutions that you learn along the way and putting them all together in this new application um, is really exciting. So following up on that and picking up on, on what you just said, what excites you about the future and and where you see things going and, and getting to be a part of this work? What, what are you excited about? I'm excited that 
this is really a product that we can see in so many different applications. We touched on delivery, mm -hmm. construction, something that we see day to day. But with this market still being emerging, there's a lot more opportunities that we don't even know about yet. So as the end consumer, the more we welcome this technology into our lives, if it's in emergency situations, because the drone is able to deliver medical supplies or our latest online order, um, the more familiar we are and welcoming we are with it, the more progress we'll see in applications and with end customers that we haven't even considered yet. So this will only grow, this will only get bigger and more exciting. So seeing where that goes will be very interesting. Well, it's an exciting time and, uh, and a fantastic time to, to learn more about this market and to, to get uh, expertise from people like you and insights from people like you to tell us uh, how things are going, the direction things are moving, and some of the exciting trends to look out for. Katarina, as we begin to wrap up our conversation today, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave our, uh, our listeners with or any conclusions you want to draw or, uh, or just any final uh, kind of conclusion statements that you want to make? Uh, let me turn the floor over to you for any, uh, any final thoughts here today. Yeah, so generally speaking, at TE, we're really excited to see where drones go, um, how that market will take off. So um, from our perspective, we're doing everything we can on the component side with the research and development that we have going on to support this application. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, but generally speaking, definitely be on the lookout. I would expect to see drones more and more in the future. Absolutely. I, I think this is only going to be uh, something that's going to continue to grow. And of course, you can always uh, head to te.com for more information. Uh, there you can read more, learn more. You can also reach out to, to people like Katerina uh, to, to get answers if you have questions and things along those lines. Katerina Santos, Field Application Engineer at TE Connectivity. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today, Katerina, and educating us a little bit more on the commercial drone market. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Connected World, a podcast from the experts at TE Connectivity. It's been a pleasure having you along. Of course, if this is the first episode that you've joined us for, make sure to go back and subscribe and check out some of the previous episodes of the show that we have. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes just like this one with fantastic insights and expertise from TE experts. But until then, I have been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us.